Hi, I'm Julia Mackin and this is the 5-Minute Advocate. Well, we're in the final days of election 2022. (laughs) I was nearly going to say 2020. Oh no, election 2022. And before I forget, a team of us from across community radio will be hosting an election night special uh, next Saturday night from 7pm Sydney time to very, very, very late Saturday night. So if you want to hear the voices of our very big and very beautiful community on this night and what's happening in your own seat, tune in after 7pm to your local community radio. And I have to say I'm really excited about it. I love I love community radio, but I also really love the idea of us exercising our voices across Australia. I think it's going to be a really great night. Anyway... Whoever gets elected on Saturday night will have a mandate to impose their agenda for the next three years. I know everyone knows this, but I think it's worth thinking about for a minute because if the coalition's returned, Scott Morrison will continue as the Prime Minister. And because he has a mandate and because he knows that we know what has happened over the last three years, he will know that despite the concerns raised, the marches, the whistleblowers, despite the kind of international scandal around lying to Macron and not being straight with Biden and others, despite the corruption and his refusal to create an anti-corruption body, the electorate thinks that's okay. He will know that we aren't really that concerned because despite all of that, we think we should give him another three more years to do a lot more of the same. That's what a mandate means. If the Nationals hold on to their seats, both in the electorate and around the Cabinet table of a coalition government, I'm actually really not sure what we get. Because curiously, I don't think rural and regional towns and communities get a whole lot more than perhaps another swimming pool and a parking lot. But I suspect the coal industry gets pretty solid support and billions more in subsidies for the next three years. And frankly, I find that pretty weird given they're the nationals and were actually formed to represent farming interests, not mining interests. But anyway... If Anthony Albanese is elected, we know we'll get some change, like Anti-Corruption Commission, hopefully a voiced parliament for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. We'll get some action on climate change, hopefully better conditions for those living and working in aged care homes and more support for Medicare, which is pretty good, but hardly a radical proposition, really. And we'll still have the lingering concerns around the foundational driver of political corruption, which is political donations, because none of that's being addressed. If we manage to elect more Greens and more independents, we know we will, uh, they'll give it a red hot go of getting action on climate change, of ending political corruption. Uh, But there are, you know, they come with their own kind of particular uh, uh, issues around the Greens, what's their internal party discipline like, their internal party structures and the independents. Well, they're not parties, obviously. Um, So we are dealing with um, a host of individuals. um, And, you know, frankly, it's always a bit nerve wracking when it's personalities rather than underlying principles, you know, that are governing 
Um, although I know they would disagree with me on that and say they're driven by the underlying principles of community consultation. But I wonder if Kuyong thinks the same thing as the Kimberley, you know. Anyway, so we have some idea of what various results could look like. But if the last three years has taught us anything, and geez, I really hope it has, we also know that we have no idea what this parliament will be asked to deal with. Will it be more fires, more floods, pandemics, rising militarisation in our region, in part driven perhaps by the coalition, or something else entirely that we haven't even considered? If that happens, or really when it happens... We need to remember what has happened over the last three years to keep us all safe and secure as possible. It was we, the community, that stepped up. It wasn't the Liberal Party. It wasn't the Labor Party. It wasn't even the Greens. It was you. It was me. It was us. It was all the community that did the heavy lifting in the first seconds, minutes, hours and days. So whoever wins on Saturday night, remember... It is still you, it is still I that will be doing the heavy lifting when life goes south. And I don't know about you, but frankly, I draw enormous comfort from that. 